Welcome to the Hope College Orange and Blue Athletics Podcast. Uh, this is uh, Alan Babbitt, Sports Information Director in the new year, 2021, and uh, looking forward to uh, chatting weekly with Hope College uh, staff, coaches, and just uh, get to know what's uh, going on. And with us today is our Director of Athletics, Tim Schoonveld, who's gracing us to give us a little bit of time. Uh, I know a busy time right now, Tim. Uh, with all the plans to get the semester started and competitions and practices resuming. And, um, um, and obviously, we, we probably can't move forward without looking back to last semester and certainly an unusual one, uh, um, you know, with no competitions, challenging, uh, but also, I think, you know, pretty rewarding talking to you and others and our student athletes what do you remember about that semester and, and what you saw, how we as a Hope Athletics family uh, were able to, to work through those challenging times? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me on, Alan, and for your work on this. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been, it's been a pretty, I think, interesting is the right word. I think when you're in the middle of um, all the COVID-related stuff, it's, it's pretty trying and tiring. Um, but then I think when you take a minute and step back, you can definitely see, you know, I, I think God, you know, sending some, some gifts um, in, you know, in that regard, even though it's a lot different than probably any of us would have hoped for. Um, you know, I, I joke, I, I met with one of our teams again, and I joke with them, you know, I've, I, I like to be positive and encouraging, and we try to set up, you know, a, a mantra here of choosing joy and just, you know, optimistic. And, and I think I've, I've turned a little bit into uh, I'm when I walk up to meetings or into people's offices, I'm either the grim reaper or uh, they all pull up their mask. You know, if I'm around students, they think that I'm going to get yelled at them for that. So that's been a little less desirable and uh, hopefully we can get back to just enjoying that. But yeah, you know, I, I think uh, obviously for people in athletics, um, you know, not having athletics is pretty disappointing, you know, and I think uh, we we thrive off that. We get energy from talking and being around our student athletes. We get energy from watching them compete. Um, you know, you, you learn who they are, right? So, I mean, there's a, there's a whole group of freshmen that are just hard for me to know because I haven't really interacted with them or seen them compete. Um, so, you know, that, that's been difficult. It's obviously been difficult, you know, watching, you know, um, you know, it's pretty heartbreaking for seniors who've competed for, you know, 12 years or so in something and put so much time, effort and energy into being a collegiate athlete. And then, you know, that gets wiped out, um, you know, through no fault of their own with, you know, no remedy for that. So, you know, that stuff's been really difficult. Um, you know, I think, I think on the other end, and, and you can maybe speak to this too, but, um, you know, the sporting world is, is takes <laughs> when you work in athletics, it just takes, right. It takes all your time. You, you work, you know, 50, 60, 70 hour weeks, you are pretty much on call, you know, all the time and, you know, those types of things. And so there's been some uniqueness, I think for everybody, and this isn't just specific to me of, Hey, like, like some priorities of like, Hey, family matters. And, uh, I'm spending time at home, you know, for us, we've got, uh, you know, some kids in college, I've got a daughter, you know, that I've probably spent, you know, four or five weeks with in my house, um, when I never would have spent time with her like this again, you know, we, we went to Florida over Christmas, we never would have been able to do that. Um, and, and that's a, that's a pretty cool thing. Um, I think it's been pretty inspiring to watch, 
Um, our student athletes here at Hope have been amazing. It's been really inspiring to watch them. They've done everything we've asked without complaining. Um, they, they're trying and it's, and it's a hard time for students right now. Um, and that, you know, it's hard for us as, as old people or as adults to know what's going on, but then to imagine when you're an 18 to 22 year old, you know, like, Hey, I don't get this. And then when you add on top of that, the, you know, the political tensions that are out there, the racial tensions that are out there, um, you know, I mean, it's just a hard, hard time. And so it's been inspiring to watch them. And, and, uh, you know, I, I'll say this too and our coaches you know they maybe hear this and laugh but you know coaches coaches are used to they're highly competitive control freaks um you know most of them all of them um and they're used to kind of being the king or queen of their own kingdom and uh you know this has been a time where they've had no control and to watch them sort of shift from a mindset of um hey competitive excellence like it's all about the competition to a mindset of hey how do I love and, and look after my team? How do I care for them? How do I creatively connect with them? Um, has been really just kind of fascinating, you know, um, but also I think really inspiring for me, you know, just in this role. So, you know, I, I, I would still take the games and playing um, and, uh, you know, wish that that were the case, but I think it's, it's definitely been, um, you know, pretty, uh, exciting to see, you know, and I think I'd be probably remiss if I didn't say, you know, our staff has just been, you know, outstanding. I mean, you, Alan and Eva have been amazing with the sports information side. Um, you know, the articles that are coming out, I think Caroline Hanema or Caroline Dykstra, excuse me, um, Courtney Cust and Lindsay Engelsman have just kept things together, you know, social media, um, you know, trying to think of creative ways to thank and honor people. Um, you know, Tim Caberna and our athletic training staff, I mean, they, they've kind of put themselves in harm's way. And uh, so it's been, it's been really great. And I know obviously there's others too, but I think just with our staff, it's been really uh, exciting. And, and I mean, you, you love to be a part of this team and uh, I'm just thankful to be a part of it. I know a lot of work has gone into, you know, we went into the summer and preparing for, you know, then the fall didn't happen, but now you're preparing and we're, you know, getting close to having competition again. And can you, as best you can, summarize what it is to put together a practice schedule and a game schedule in these times with so many (laughs) zigs and zags and, and just a variety of things, just for the, you know, the average fan may not really get kind of all the work that goes in you know, to trying to put something together, not only safely, but then to provide competition that everyone wants. Yeah, you know, it, it's been interesting because, you know, some some of my friends give me a hard time. They're like, well, you don't have sports, so you're not doing anything. Or they're like, hey, what are you doing? And then I say, well, you know, basically I'm spending three months planning and preparing and doing a bunch of work to get ready for a season. And then I, in one week I flush it down the toilet and then I have to kind of encourage and keep people's spirits up. And then we start all over and we do it again. And, you know, now we're actually kind of on the third iteration of that, um, you know, where we've, where we've had to kind of start over. Um, you know, the, the interesting thing, and, and again, we're not, you know, different than others, but, you know, we, we have, we have about, you know, we have five or six entities that we're having to like work under and they all have similar rules, but different rules. So, um, you know, for us, it's, you know, first there's the college expectations and what we're doing as an institution. And then, you know, that bleeds into the county, right? And we spend a lot of time with Dr. Heidel and his staff from Ottawa County 
um, health department. And then that leads into, you know, we're under the, you know, Michigan Department of Health and Human Services orders. So all of those three, we've got to kind of navigate when we're trying to do something. And then on top of that, when it comes to like the sport related stuff, you know, then we look at the league level, you know, at the MIAA, we're trying to build some consensus and some health and safety standards that everybody's going to adhere to because there's some different, you know, it's not just your day-to-day stuff. And then, you know, to make it even more complex is then we're answering to the NCAA and what they expect. And, and there's all kinds of things in regard to testing, in regard to fans, in regard to facility uses and percentages. And, you know, if, if we've learned anything right now, everybody interprets things a little bit different, you know, not to mention our league has two schools from Indiana. So they're under like different uh, expectations than what we are. Um, and so it's, it's, been, it's been very, very difficult. Um, what we try to do is we take the information we have, um, we plan out and the schedule. So we spent uh, you know, May, June, July planning for the fall and we plan out a uh, schedule as best we can. And then when, when the state and the government kind of pulled the plug on some things, then we, we had to do the same. Um, and then, you know, you, you kind of are doing the same thing again. So right now, um, you know, we're planning on 22 sports uh, participating, you know, plus hockey, um, you know, that's, that's going to be participating this spring. Um, so now, you know, uh, we live in Michigan, right? So you have snow and cold. So how do you get everybody on fields? Uh, we're really blessed at Hope to have amazing facilities, but we're not set up to have facilities for all 22 at a time. So then you look at that, we really don't have staffing set up, you know, in terms of athletic training and stuff to cover all of the sports at all of the times. And so we're trying to kind of, it it really, this spring is a little bit of triage for us. Um, And we're getting close uh, with the winter sports uh, to potentially participating. We're feeling confident in doing that. And so now we're really working on like specific, like I would say like COVID related plans for hosting. So what does that look like at DeVos Fieldhouse for, um, you know, competitions? What doors do teams come in? How are we cleaning the lockers and the benches? Um, How do we test officials? Who's testing them? Who's paying for them? Um, How do we we test students and then that, you know, just bleeds out to uh, if they go on the road, what are we doing for transportation? Our swim team participates or competes at the Holland Community Aquatic Center. And so how, what does it look like to run an event there? Um, so there's just a ton of details and I'm just really, really grateful. And I feel pretty blessed with the staff that um, that we have here and everybody's kind of doing their part. It's ironic. Our our theme for this year is one team that, Hey, we're all one team and uh, it fits perfectly, right? We're just one team. We're trying to um, help each other out and, and figure that out. And, and uh, it's, it's, it's exciting, exhilarating, tiring, frustrating, uh, pretty much every emotion you could think of. With, uh, with basketball, um, obviously being an indoor sport and the times we're in now, and obviously waiting on the, you know, orders and and, uh, direction from the the state government, but what's it going to take as far as um, testing and and mask wearing, as far as competition, what that's going to look like, you know, fortunately we're able to play uh, and tip off at DeVos Fieldhouse in the coming weeks. Yeah. I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of different orders, you know, so there's NCAA guidance in terms of testing. 
Um, then obviously Michigan is a bit stricter with the Department of Health and Human Services. So we are a little stricter than some other places. So we've got to adhere to that. Um, so, so right now, um, our, our basketball teams are coming in. Um, we're, we're testing them uh, two to three times a week uh, with a PCR testing, which is a little bit of the gold standard. Um, we've worked out something with Trident Labs here in, um, in town so we can get results back a lot quicker. I appreciate Tim Caberna's work on that. Um, and, um, and then we're really, on, we're really at the mercy a bit of the uh, Health and Human Services order here in the state in terms of masking. And so in terms of masking, uh, you're required to have, um, uh, you're required to test six days a week, uh, six, um, if you want to not play with, uh, or if you want to play without a mask. And so if you watch, you know, the Pistons, if you watch Michigan, Michigan State, they're able to play without a mask because they're testing six days a week. Uh, for their students. And so even though the contact level is really high, they can kind of pull that back. And that's really a state order right now. Um, our hope, you know, is that at some point that will change. We're not anticipating it will. And so right now, um, we don't anticipate uh, to test six times a week um, because we don't think that the league level that all of our schools will. And so I think at this point, we'll probably be uh, held to the standard of uh, wearing a mask. So you'll see our teams wearing a mask, which creates uh, you know, a whole other uh, slew of uh, who's going to manage that, who's going to you know, uh, keep track of that, of whether they have it or don't have it and whatever. And so... Um, yeah, I mean, we, we honestly, like we're at the point now where we're just grateful to be practicing. We're grateful to have the opportunity to try and play. We're thankful that, uh, you know, our teams have come back and, um, you know, and are able to get started. And so I think that's really our focus. If we've got to play with a mask, yeah, that stinks. It's not our favorite, but we're just going to do it. Um, and then, you know, we'll keep hoping that uh, when when the new orders come out, that maybe there'll be some changes um, you know, I think with a reminder, Alan, and I would be remiss to not say this, you know, we, we want to do it safely and we want it to be safe. So it's in the end, um, we believe that sport can transform, uh, students' lives. It's transformed mine and many of our other staff. Um, it, it's a, if it's a, it's a difference making thing, but it is just sport. And, uh, and so the, the health and the safety is more important, um, you know, making sure that we're not uh, the cause for the college to have to pause or shut down as ath the athletic department is really critical to us. And, uh, you know, we don't, we want to keep people healthy and we want people around. And so, um, you know, all of this is, is our job and we're doing it and we want to do it because we want to impact lives, but we're, we're always mindful of that. And I think hope Hope is is gold standard right now in terms of health and safety and how we've done things and uh, the integrity with which we do it. And we're going to keep following that. And we just hope that uh, while doing that, we can still participate in some contests. Obviously, at, at 500 directors like yourself, you know, put your heart and soul into this job. For you, on top of that, you're a dad of, as you mentioned earlier, two student athletes, Kennedy. Uh, an outstanding All-American basketball player, tremendous unbeaten season last year, you know, got caught up in with having the season shut down. And your uh, son, Eli, is a freshman on the men's basketball team. So you're having to kind of manage all those emotions and as a parent and as well as administrators, talk about that and, and kind of what you 
learned and how you've tried to handle that because that's you know it's tough as an ad but also tough as a dad when you got to say sorry we can't play yeah. or we have to pause and yeah you know on some levels i think having students here has helped um uh, you know maybe a little bit of the credibility just with people and decisions and that type of stuff especially with negative and bad decisions um you know, on, on other levels, you know, last year when we had to shut down, you know, the, the Kennedy's team was in the middle of a, you know, amazing run, had a chance to potentially win the national championship. And it was just, you know, a great season and we just kind of got pulled out. And, you know, the, the, the timing of it, I mean, everything just kind of hit. I didn't even have a chance to really like grieve or be sad um, about it. And I, you know, I felt kind of bad about that um, because I just, it was just kind of, we had to go and we had to work and um, communicate and we didn't know what was going on in March and we thought it was only going to be a week or two and just, just weird times. Um, you know, I think this summer, uh, you know, and even this fall when it became pretty apparent to me that no matter what we have for a season for our winter um, and really fall teams, it's going to be not great. I mean, it, like it's going to be great to play, but I mean, in terms of it, Hey, nobody, everyone wants a 25 game season. They don't want a 12 or a 13 game season and, you know, some of that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, like there's a couple days where it just sort of hit me of like, man, that's just going to be tough. It's a tough way to have her go out to, you know, they've got nine seniors, that have all been together and it's been, you know, a cool run. They've got, you know, maybe even a better team this year than last year. And, you know, then to, to kind of have that. So that's been, you know, kind of a sad thing, but um, you know, it, it's, it's given some good perspective again. And I mean, I'm, I'm saying this, this is my job. I, I do it for a living. I've sports changed my life, um, but it's just sport, you know? And I think, you know, I'm, I'm pretty grateful, you know, we haven't had to experience COVID in our house. Um, you know, we've, we've been able to be together. I'm just grateful for how my family's been and, um, you know, hope's a place that's transformed my wife and I's life. And, um, you know, when we were here and even now, and I think to watch our kids, uh, you know, be impacted by their coaches and, you know, Cully Carlson and Brian Morehouse and Courtney Cust with Kennedy and, you know, then, then you get, you know, Coach Mitch and Coach Carlson and, and uh, you know, those guys, Coach George, you know, Coach Dav, you know, impacting Eli's. I mean, it's, it just, it again shows me the difference that people um, can make. And I think, again, I'm, I'm completely biased, but the difference that hope is, and uh, like, this is a place that's going to love and care for your kids. And I've experienced that. And so, we're, we're hopeful for uh, some sport. Uh, we've had, you know, obviously with Kennedy, we've had a lot of fun and a lot of blessings and a good run. Um, and hopefully they get some opportunities this year. And, and if not, we'll, uh, we'll grieve it a little bit and, uh, and then we'll, we'll keep moving on. What is it about sport for you that has been such a transformational part of your life and a essential part of your life? I mean, you were, um, you know, obviously, uh, enjoyed playing and uh, played at the college level before, um, you know, knees, knee problems kind of took you off the sidelines, but then you became a very successful coach. And um, at the high school level, you know, I met you at Holland Christian when you coached there and then, and then now moving in as an athletic director, what is it about sport that kind of, you know, has grabbed you and kind of been something that's been with you throughout? Yeah. You know, I mean, 
it's too long to kind of get into specifics, but you know, like in, on many levels, I feel like the opportunity to be involved in sport has really like saved and like pointed the trajectory of my life into really positive and amazing ways. And that's, and that's the people, you know, that's, that's Mike Phelps in high school that, you know, as my high school coach, that's Glenn Van Weeren um, here at Hope and like countless other people that have invested in me um, and used sport as a tool and a vehicle to change a kid's life. And I think that that has just had a profound impact. I, I would say, you know, I think, obviously, I think sport has some uniqueness to it that um, allows for some extra growth. But I think, you know, being involved in sort of co-curriculars and extracurriculars, you know, across the board, I think people in music, uh, you know, fine arts, um, you know, those types of things, you know, if, if it's done right, a teacher and a coach can literally like change the trajectory of somebody's life. And that's what I found in mine um, is that they, they changed my life. You know, I, I still, every summer, uh, I have a golf outing with my high school basketball coach, Mike Phelps. He's a hall of fame coach. I love him. I mean, one of the most important people in my life. Um, and, and, you know, the interesting and really fun thing for me to watch with sport is, you know, now that I'm old, um, like I'm seeing, um, I'm seeing sort of like the fruit of investing in people and how that just comes back around it. And, and, you know, Mike Phelps was my high school coach, completely invested in me, changed my whole trajectory. We're very close, hired me again at Holland Christian to coach and teach, um, over there. And then, you know, when my daughter comes up, then, then Mike's daughter, Carissa, who I coached, okay, winds up being Kennedy's coach. And it just sort of spirals down, you know, my youngest daughter, Tegan's at Holland Christian, one of my former uh, athletes who I coached at Holland Christian, uh, Heather Swearinga is her coach now. And so I, I just really see and believe in the power of, um, the power of sport. And I think it's really the power of people. And so when you say, Hey, this is something I love, I'm going to take something I love, and then I'm going to use it to be able to kind of transform your life. Um, you know, and that's what's happened to me. And so I'm, I'm, you know, eternally grateful to them. I think God certainly blessed me. And I think it's just another reminder to me of, Hey, find what you love and then use that tool to be able to influence and impact people's lives. Um, you know, in, in, your world, whatever that is, you know, for you, it, it might be writing stories or podcasts and, you know, for other people, it's music and for other people, it's, it's, uh, you know, teaching. I mean, there's just a variety of different things, but I think for me, that's been sport and I'm just kind of uh, very, very humbled and thankful to be where I am because of the people who've done that for me. And lastly, Tim, too, with that, obviously you mentioned, you talked about Coach Van Weer and you're experience at Hope as a transformational place for you. What was it about your time here um, that, you know, helped kind of propel you uh, as an adult and in your career? What, what made Hope that, that place for you that you're, you're obviously trying to make for other people? I think on some levels, I mean, Hope, Hope was a place of like redemption for me. You know, I mean, I had knee injuries and I couldn't really play. Um, you know, I chose, I, I, I got recruited very heavily by Coach Van Weeren, amazing, you know, again, man. And I had to sit in his office at the Dow Center and tell him I was choosing to go to Calvin um, over Hope. And, um, you know, I mean, I still remember sitting across from that, him and that was, you know, whatever, 30 years ago. Um, 
and the grace and dignity and class that he showed how he just loved me. Um, and then, you know, a year and a half later when, when it wasn't great for me at Calvin, and again, it's a great school, but it just wasn't a good fit for me. You know, he just said, Scooney, you need to be at hope. And then kind of took me under his wing and, and invested in me. And, um, you know, and then the people that I've met here, and I think of, you know, John Huskin as the registrar, and I think of Rich Ray, who was the first person to see me after I tore my ACL in high school. And, and then Rich was the person that hired me here. And, um, you know, Ray Smith, the, the, my predecessor in, in the AD job, you know, Ray sent me, uh, as soon as I got hired, said, congratulations, and said, I want you to know this is the greatest, um, you know, this is the greatest job that uh, there is in the country. And uh, I just want you to know that. And he still says that to me. And so I think people like that, you know, I just continue to find like people matter. And uh, people matter in terms of like having your life invested in and being able to have those mentors and those people. Um, I see that now with people like Kirk Brummel's, uh, Paul Borsma, um, you know, Matt Scogan, you know, Scott Vanderstoop that are investing in me um, to be able to do that. And then I think that's motivation for me to kind of continue to do that with others. Um, you know, to try to influence and impact because, you know, as we've seen in this year, like the world needs, <laughs> like the world needs light. And uh, I think the people of hope bring light. And that's what, you know, I think God's call for all of us is. And I think that's what, you know, we really desire. And so, you know, that's what, what our hope is, is to say, hey, we we want to play sport. We want to celebrate. We want to all Americans and we want to win and we want to do all of this. And it's great. But like, Hey, like when God's plan turns a little different way, how do we help bring light um, through what we do? And, you know, I'm, I'm so proud of like our staff and everybody, you know, you included Alan with, I think, I think we've tried to do the best we can to bring light in, in, you know, difficult times. And I think that that's training people. And I know, hey, I'm never going to be the president of the United States. I'm never going to cure cancer. Um, but I just might influence and change the trajectory of somebody who does <laughs> and who becomes one of those. And I think that's kind of what, what drives me and I think what people have done for me. And so I, I just feel really blessed and grateful. Well, thank you, Tim. Thank you for the work you're doing and the light you're trying to provide. And we'll uh, hopefully be reporting on some games and some competitions here um, sooner than later. So thank you very much. Thanks, Alan. 